up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Gelp. Uh, and we're back with another impromptu discussion. This time, we're going to be talking about the Switch and the future of mobile games. And as usual, I am joined by Bish. Hello, guys. Long time no see. Yeah, but they don't know that. Shh. They don't know that. And Joe. Hi, it's been a long time. God damn, damn it, guys. Anyhow, um, we miss you guys, so we're back at it with another episode. I didn't. But before that, wow. Well, well, I mean, I, I was crying over you guys. Oh, Joe, nice comeback. I like that. Wow. I actually want to imagine what? Joe just crying. Like, there hasn't been a, an, a gap episode in a long while. He's just crying, crying. It just doesn't stop until we record. It's been episode. months. Yeah, it's, it's been a while, but... He's just stranded on an island. Just. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> but before we get into the meat of the discussion... Before we go on more tangents, uh, I think Bish has something to say. For you new folks, Get Life Podcast is a monthly gaming discussion podcast from the Get Life group. We talk about all sorts of game, from AAA titles all the way to awesome indie games, but our forte is Japanese games, so expect that a lot. We can be found on iTunes, Google Play Music, and now we're on Spotify. So remember to join in on the fun, follow us on Twitter, and use the tag at Get Life Podcast to obviously communicate with us. And remember, also, if you want to support the podcast, be sure to check out our sponsors, um, Pancrate. So if you go to www.getalifepodcast.com forward slash Japancrate and use the code GALP, you get $3 off and crunch your So you can get yourself a 14-day premium free trial if you go to www.crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai. For everything anime, keep it Crunchyroll. Alright, so, you know, as usual, on our impromptu episodes, we like to start off by talking about uh, what games we've been playing recently, right? And since today's topic is mobile games, and, you know, Bish finally got a Switch this past holiday season. Yeah, and you got, like, 17 billion games. I don't know how... I don't know who you had to, like, bribe... To get all those you're like, games. You're like, whose dick did Bish suck to get honestly, all these games? I, I think you just went up to like Nintendo Europe HQ and was like, I'll How do anything. How much of his dignity ha- did he have to lose to get I, Reggie to suck his dick for his games? Well, that's, get well, Re- get just, Reggie to suck his dick? What? Whoa. what? Oh, oh, I would love for Reggie to do that. But alas, I have a and, restraining order. I'm not allowed to go anywhere near Reggie. Um, which is unfortunate, but I'll tell you what happened. Basically, um, I did that recording with Koei, and then Nathan was like, oh, you need to get a Switch. I was like, no, I don't think I will get one. I will see. We've been telling you that for, like, ever, dude. We've been telling you for that for, like, I think since it came out, right? Dude, I and I waited for a long time, and then Nathan found out that I had a Switch, and then he was like, here here you go, here's some games. And I'm going to just say the games that I currently own, uh, let me just open the Switch now. Um, bear in mind, I do own the limited edition um, Switch console, oh, oh, the Super Smash. N- nice flex there, bud. Uh, no, I'll tell you something. <laughs> this console broke straight away. Just so you know. Um, I have... Let me just open my game list. Let me just read them out. Uh, so I have Mario Party. I have Breath of the Wild. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 8. Shantae Half Genie Hero. Or Shan... Yeah, Shantae. Uh, Warriors Archie 4. Knights of Azor 2. Mario Odyssey. Let's go Pikachu. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Surgeon Simulator. Atelier uh, Liddy and Suel. I can't pronounce that. Um, Atelier Totori. Super Smash Bros. Atelier Meruru. Atelier Rorona. And Super Mario 8 Deluxe. 
Are you talking about Atelier? Yeah, Atelier. Atelier series? Yeah, sorry. I oh, the French okay. Language. I was like, what What the fuck is Atelier? Atelier. I was like, okay, like you know what? Fuck hunt? you guys. Okay, I can't I can't pronounce <laughs> you, your stupid French language, all right? All right, like, What kind of fucking don't game? Don't even speak French. Look, I, I'll tell you something, because I was um, we were translating the press releases for Chloe, and then I'm pronouncing it wrong, and then my mom's like, what? You what the hell, bitch? Like it's not pronounced like that. And I'm like, I'll pronounce it the way I want to pronounce it. Thank you, mum. Hashtag mum knows best. Um, but yeah, I've got a lot of games on the Switch. Mainly, um, I just want to jump in and say what I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild recently. I only got it like two weeks ago, but it's such a good game. Such a good game. It's really good, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. If you're like me, you're you you. You're just never gonna finish it because there's just like so much shit to do. Like, do you get the DLC for it, or are you still on no, the vanilla no. game right now? I'm still on the vanilla game. I've only done one of the don't, divine. Don't beasts. don't buy the DLC until you completed the game, or else Dude, you will never course. fucking finish. Yeah, yeah, of course. I've I, only I've only done one of the divine beasts, and what's stopping me from doing them is the fact that there's so many shrines. I want to get as much much health canisters as as possible, really. And need I'm that even... stamina. Not no, 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 no. The health. Stamina, dude. I need, I need health. I need health. Stamina is not really important to me because I, I found out in this game there's ways around getting up, you know, to where you need to go. I've noticed that. you can use armor, like all oh, these kind of things. Really, stamina doesn't mean that much if you're taking a lot of hits. Personally, to me. But if you're going to be doing a lot of climbing, if you're going to be doing a lot of uh, gliding, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I think I think like half my game time in Breath of the Wild is just climbing. Yeah, isn't shit. that just climbing? <laughs> no, man. You know, it's I like do It's a climbing now. simulator. Um, what I've been doing is that I've been gliding to each shrine, and then if I need to go somewhere quickly, I'll just teleport to the shrine. I do know everyone does. You not have the DLC yet. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't have the DLC yet because the DLC adds a bunch of shrines. It also adds like a shit ton of like quests and items to collect, and it's like. As soon as I started the game, I heard English, and I was like, mm. "Oh my god!" It's alright. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I changed it. I changed it to Japanese, by the way. I changed Japanese. I'm just saying. The Japanese voices are really good. They're amazing. Um, English. Poseidon's voice is amazing. English was the default. So when I change to Japanese, and then you hear the blood moon, and then it's like Zelda, Kiyosuke Link. And I'm like, oh, Zelda, I really <laughs> want to save you. Like, okay, no, that's just I, creepy. No, I yeah, don't mean like that. I mean, like, the, no, the voices. That's, that's kind of creepy. The voices are really good. The voice is really good. Even the voice for Impa as well. Like, I was surprised that Impa's even in this game, and then she's like a fucking old lady, and I'm like, what? And she sounds like, you know those old ladies that you see in the Studio Ghibli films, like, oh, you know, like, konnichiwa, you know, like them old. Yeah. She had that look to her. Well, obviously she had, yeah, of course she had that look. She kind of looked like, me um, of, uh, uh, what's her name? It was from How's Moving Castle, the main protagonist. No, I was thinking about the one from uh, Spirited Away. The old lady. Oh, yeah, I can see the Spirited yeah. Away one as well. It's just... Yeah. So I, I kind of got that vibe, and obviously because that that kind of town is very Japanese themed, it's pretty cool. Um, but you obviously got you got beautiful characters in sense of they they actually they have a story in their side quests. You feel like you've done something. That's what I like about this game. I was doing the Tarry Town side quest, and it's so cool. Like you see this guy getting married, and it's just it all kind of adds up together. You meet this woman from the Gerudo clan, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm trying to find a husband." And then it links oh, in. Oh, that was a really cute side quest. I mean, like it, it's weird though because you meet these people before even activating the quest, and you want to know more about their story, and then it just adds up. And it's just like, wow, that was so satisfying. Because it, it, it's like you, like you just get all these people from these different areas together in one place, and then like it just, it, it's, it's very, it's, it's very soothing. I find it such a double-edged sword, though, because I mean, yeah, it's. I find the world in Breath of the Wild is like what makes it amazing, right? There's just so much shit to explore. I don't know if you, like one thing I remember, uh, like 
liking a lot was even Tide Island. Like discovering that shit for the first time. What's was what's that? Was that the one? I'm not, that I'm not take, gonna spoil it. That's the one where they take your stuff. Isn't your weapon. It? Yeah. So it's like just being able to like I was standing on a mountain right now like oh shit there's a fucking island in the distance so like I wonder if I can get there and I just fucking glid all the way there and you know completed the shrine quest right yeah this game is essentially the epitome of look at you see that place over there you can climb it exactly yeah um, but at the same time I find it's kind of a drawback too because like yes the world's rich and it's filled with shit to explore and stuff right under every rock and stuff right there's always a story like you know literally Koroks under rocks and shit. Yes. But um, it's just, at the same time, I find that the, because of that, the the quests, not the quests, the dungeons are, they're not bad, but they're, they're weak for a Zelda game, you know? And also the story isn't, it's not that the story itself is bad, it's just, it isn't told in a way that's compelling because, um, you know, you aren't guided along a path to, you know, unlock certain story missions or, or whatever. In a certain order, right? You can go straight and fight straight again and from the get-go if you want to. You want to leave the plateau, right? But it's just that discovering the story through flashbacks and just through like small like dialogues with other characters makes it a bit less compelling to me. You know, I'm thinking like Twilight Princess and like Ocarina of Time and stuff, and like those games had really strong narratives, right? They didn't have anywhere near the same amount of freedom as Breath of the Wild. See, the funny thing is, Kevin, is because obviously I haven't played those. Other this is actually technically my first Zelda game. So for me, I don't really see that as much of an issue only because I don't have those games to kind of compare with. I do kind of agree with you that it's it's more immersive in a sense, but at the same time, it's like less, it's, it does feel a bit lazy because it's like, okay, if I don't do those things, then I won't know the story. If I do go and fight Ganon from the get-go, then I'm not going to see those memories that Princess Zelda had with Link, etc. Yeah. Or, you know, or I wouldn't know that Paya has a, a birthmark on her ass which is a bit like you just you see her blushing and everything and she's like it's like what why did you tell her that i i didn't get to that part yet but all right um sorry it's a bit obvious though she no she implies it i don't think she says it but she implies it because she was like oh she has a she it's has something a you have mark. to go out of your way to find well i don't know how you're gonna do that but i mean <laughs> um no but i mean it, it's pretty cool like there's these little hidden things I, I do agree with you with the korok seeds is that the amount of time that they spent with the korok seeds and apparently you need them to kind of expand your inventory i didn't know that but um with the korok seeds the amount of time that they spent with that they could have improved the dungeons they could have improved the shrine puzzles because it's just well that that really depends on what we know about the development cycle because it, it doesn't just because they spend all this time on the quarks it doesn't necessarily mean that it was taken like it, it took away time from something else it could be different departments managing things but i mean at the end of the day i'm, I'm fine with the quarks or whatever right that's not a problem i think that was a deliberate choice i think they didn't really want to focus too much on the story this time in order to focus on like the core the core of Breath of the Wild, which was the exploration. Yeah. Like yeah. going through this huge world and like finding these things where like you'll see something, you're like, hey, I wanna look at that and you can go to it. Absolutely. I mean they, in terms of that, you know, they, they knocked it out of the park. It's just what I'm saying is that like for a future Zelda game, right? For a future mainline Zelda game that's not a remake, personally I, I think that I wouldn't mind scaling back the, the freedom just a little bit to give a more coherent story. I think there's like uh, some nice middle ground that you can find between the open world that they found with Breath of the Wild and also delivering like a, a coherent story that isn't, you know, uh, pieced together in kind of this weird mishmash way, you know? 
So would you have preferred a more linear story, or would you have preferred, like, the choice of going down, a, like, your own path, like, in Breath of the Wild? I, I think, like, a, a simple solution would have been, like, look, there are these four areas or whatever, four beasts that you can explore, but if you want to discover the story in order, go to this one first or whatever, right? So we can get a, a sense of, you know... Of continuity, because like right now I'm just well, discovering. There's, well, there's a problem with that then, because then there would be no incentive to go to something out of word. Then you, then you know. Well, like, you hey, could. You, like you, I shouldn't. You, you have the choice, right? You can fight well, Ganon right from well, the, the start. the choice is there, but just because the choice is there doesn't mean it, it's like a choice that the player is incentivized to make. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a matter of it's like it's it's kind of like telling me to choose between this five course meal or a pile of shit. Whoa, I mean, I don't think it, that's a fair comparison because, like, you can see, you know, say the same thing about fighting Ganon right off the bat. There's nothing that incentivizes. Well, you no, to but do like so, my point. No, my right? point but is like, that you can you can choose to like, even though you have the choice, it doesn't mean it's going to be a good I'm not choice. A, I'm not a game designer, right? So it's not up to me to to decide how to integrate the story into the game, right? I'm, well, all I'm saying is that I. I would like it to follow a more traditional story format while keeping the gameplay open world and letting you explore, right? Just because like discovering the memories out of order and stuff, especially since it's all they're exactly that, right? They're memories. Um, you only get to um, see what happened a hundred years ago, and you feel kind of distant from it, right? It's like yeah, you're watching these cutscenes, but you're not really interacting with those characters a hundred years ago because it's already happened. You don't really feel. You don't really get to interact with Zelda. Do you Zelda. think that would have been um, remedied if they'd done it as playable flashbacks? Because there's there's multiple occasions where Zelda Honestly, is Honestly, in... that'd be fucking awesome. That'd be awesome if you can, like, do flashbacks, you know, like, Link fucking fighting his way in the, you know, during the downfall of Hyrule, right? That, I would actually... That sounds very... That would probably have been very nice. That would have been, like, actually. a great idea, actually, Vish, right? Rather than just, you know, me finding a, a cutscene and then just pressing A on my controller and then sitting back and watching. You know, that, that's cool, too, but it's not as immersive, right? I still feel like a spectator just watching these events unfold 100 years ago rather than actually, like, living through them. And I think that also kind of gives characters... Uh, not characters, players, the incentive to go and get the Master Sword. For example, right? Because I would assume pre, you know, pre this hundred year calamity Ganon, whatever, they, he, Link would have had the Master Sword and he would have had, you know, the Hylian Shield, right? So, I mean, it would have given you a little hint and say, look, you can get this later on in the game, but do you, do you see what I mean? Like, it would give people that incentive to play on, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. As you said, I'm not a game designer, so... Yeah, I mean, it's up to them to to figure out how to do it in a compelling and fun way, right? And I've, you know, I'm confident that they can do it because they're Nintendo, right? If they can deliver, like Breath of the Wild, they can do a, they can do fucking anything, honestly. Right? Before before we move on, I really want to talk about another game that I was playing really, and it's recent. It's um, just so you know, before I kind of get into that, all majority of my Switch games are um, cartridge. I just want to point that out there. I do have a 100 or 200 gigabyte SD card in my Switch currently, but, you know, cartridge is the way to go for me. Anyway, so I, I recently got Mario Party. That is a good game. It's a, it's a really good game. It's so addictive, and the mini games are so good, especially those wanking mini games. I know it's a kid's game, but I mean, when it, the wanking <laughs> those, games, way. those jerking off <laughs> Phrasing. mini games, when, when it's like, oh, turn your controller hor uh, vertically, and then it's telling you to like jump up and down and shit, and you have to shake the Joy-Con, it's like, oh man. It's, it's basically that jerking off simulation. That's what it is. 
can't deny that. I mean, okay. It's funny. It's, you, if you want to look at it like that, it's hilarious. Sure, I, 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 every day, like, and then Bishop will be like, I don't know why we never get, like, deals from Nintendo. Yeah, that's, like, that's why. Because I, I'm ruining their games. Sorry, Nick. But no, seriously, like, it, it, the mini games are incredibly fun. Like, And the fact that you can just play the mini games by themselves, you don't even need to play, like, you don't need to invest that time in going around the game board for an hour just to play these mini games. You can choose which mini games you want to play and just play them. There's some really fun ones out there. Like um, the one where you slap the paparazzi out of the way to take your pictures and shit. It's hilarious, oh, especially yeah. if you're playing with four ca four people. Great game. Uh, a lot of the games I have. Wait, how, how many Joy Cons do you guys have, by the way? Or what, what controllers do you guys have um, for your oh, Switch? Okay, I'll tell you that. My controllers, I got two Joy Cons. Well, mm -hmm. the, the, the set that I have. And then oh, I, hang on, hang on. Before we continue. Oh, yeah, you have the, the special edition ones. Okay. I have. I was to say, like, Team uh, Blue and Red or Team Grey? Team Smash Bros. <laughs> Sorry. No offense, but the Smash Bros. one's so. Like, it's not Shit. ugly, but it's so plain, dude. The, the only thing I like about it is the dock. And the funny thing is, my dock is flipped the other way around, so all I see on my dock is the Nintendo logo. I don't <laughs> see the artwork on my on my dock. And the reason I have that is because my TV is in the left side, so I have to put in the HDMI cable the other way around, like flip the console around, plug in the HDMI, so I don't see the dock. It's unfortunate. And uh, to be honest with you, I haven't really been playing my Switch until I've been recently, because... I don't know if you know this, a week after I got my Nintendo Switch, it broke. It overheated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember And that. I'm just saying this for the You were for the so people. unlucky. And I was just like, it overheated, and then there was a short circuit, and the console became so hot, I took it out, and then I unplugged the Joy-Cons, and then the Joy-Cons wouldn't charge after that. And I was like, what? So... So what did you have to replace? You had to replace everything, or...? The whole console, the whole unit. I spoke to Nintendo, they said, bring it back to game, and thankfully... Game, if you're listening, especially Game Wardour Street in central London, I went there because that's the one I got it from. There's absolutely there. no chance that they're listening right now, Bish. Huh? <laughs> There's they're absolutely not. no chance that they're listening. No, they're probably listening because I told them about us. I mean, why not? Um, why not? Regardless, so um, they were really helpful. They even let me transfer my data because I had a lot of data. I didn't want to lose my Smash Bros. characters. Um, because the way that the Switch transfer works is that you can't just take your SD card and then put it in. It, it will format the SD card if it's put into a new switch. And I learned that the hard way. So I had to transfer all my data to the SD card, actually to the cloud, because I had uh, Switch Online at the time. And then I had to re-download everything, re-download all my games, everything. But man, it was just fucking disaster. And I was so worried that I was gonna get the same issue with that, with my new switch. I'm not having that issue, thank God. My new Switch, like, did they did they repair your old one or did they just like replace it no, with no, a no. brand they, new one? They replaced it because they said that shouldn't happen. Uh, I spoke to Nintendo, they said, you know, you did a good thing by unplugging the console straight away because that is a fire hazard. They did say it in an email. Um, so I'm glad I got out that way. They saved your life, bro. Yeah, Nintendo saved my life. No, I saved my own life. But, you know, Nintendo, thanks. Um, but even games... They gave you a nudge in the right direction. And they apologized, and they, they gave me a gift card, which I then used to purchase Breath of the Wild. Um, so, good I mean, choice. Good choice. Good choice, Good as you can imagine. Um, so... And it was actually happening while I was playing Hyrule Warriors. So then I, I was like, I'm not going to play Hyrule Warriors. I oh, think. you got Hyrule Warriors yeah, too? Yeah, man. That was, I got that before Breath of the Wild because I thought I don't know much about the, the lore of Zelda and, and all that kind of stuff. So I thought, okay, I'll get in with a game that I already know how to play. And um, before that, so I was using the Joy-Cons and I find them incredibly uncomfortable to use when it's detached. Hang on, like, do you mean like 
When you try to use them without the grip, or no, when you're using them with the grip, they're fucking disgusting. Like I don't like that. Or when you're using them, I think without... I'm the only person who actually doesn't mind the grip. Like I, I find like it's not well, great, but I find the grip actually like okay. Like I only got my pro controller like this like during Black Friday mm. or Boxing uh, Day. Devin, Kevin, I tell you something about that grip is that there's. Um, it's not even issue about the grip. It's the issue of the Joy-Con itself. If you're playing a game where you're doing couch co-op and you're holding it sideways, some games don't. They say that they work with um, to Joy-Con play. It doesn't. For example, Dynasty Warriors. When you do that, they don't map. They map all of the buttons except for the block button and the call your horse button. So all you have is that you can't block and you can't call your horse if you're doing couch co-op. In, um, for Dynasty Warriors and games with like that. What, but mean, you mean with a single Joy-Con? With a single Joy-Con. Yeah, I mean... Oh, like, so do you limit gameplay features? It, it Technically, there is a way around it. Technically, they say, oh, all the buttons are remapped, but they're not. And it makes me think, well, you, how is the buttons not remapped? Like, they should, because they have enough buttons on there, but they just don't. I think that's an issue with the game, but I mean, there's a lot of game developers that they're saying that there's support, native support for that, but there isn't. So that's why I don't like single Joy-Con play. Unless it's obviously first-party Mario titles, etc. But yeah, most of the time it just flat-out fails. I it, mean, it does, yeah. I think the only time where it sort of works is like with racing games. Like I mean, with Resident Evil Revelations as well, you can technically use one Joy-Con, but like it just it doesn't. Well, it, 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 it is unplayable. It works with racing games like Mario Kart. It works with uh, Pokemon because Pokemon forces you if you're playing docked. It forces you to use a single Joy-Con. Oh, you can't fact, use a Pro Controller. No. No pro controller because it's motion based. Um, oh, that's and that's why. Um, and obviously, well, I mean, that's the whole like thing about it. It's supposed to be like the whole selling point for the Pokemon game was that you could use the Joy-Con, then you throw, you you simulate throwing a Pokeball. Uh, I don't know that you you had to do that though. I thought no, it was just a cool to. little like. You had to. Well, no, it was some it's something you have unless, to. Unless unless you're playing portable. If you're playing portable, then you can throw with a with a button with just a press of a button um which is a bit silly because it's like what if you have some sort of disability or you have some sort of handicap that doesn't allow you to throw the controller do you see what i mean so i think nintendo should have really thought about that when they were making i can't really blame it on them but i mean it's something to consider um in that sense uh going on to the point you mentioned that you have a pro controller i don't and i'll tell you why because the pro controller is like 80 pounds if i wanted to get the smash bros pro controller it's 80 pounds regular one is like 70 and it's like come on yes yeah, so an issue with switch peripherals that they're really expensive they're really expensive like, for no reason i mean no no in defense of the pro controller though it is pretty freaking solid like i mean i don't have it in front of me right Kevin, now but like Kevin, i'll tell you something i already have i don't want to say i have a pro controller but i have a controller that has Almost yeah, all no, of the features. You use your um, I have your an dongle. Eight, yeah, I got, I've got an 8-bit dough receiver that allows me to connect an Xbox 360 or Xbox One or PS4. And I'm using a DualShock only because a lot of those consoles don't support... Uh, obviously, Xbox One doesn't support motion controls out of the gate or rumble. But the PS4 controller, I can do motion controls as standard. I can also, you know, uh, how do you say use motion controls, use rumble. It's not HD rumble, but it's still rumble. You know, it's still rumble. Um, the only thing I'm missing is amiibo support, which I don't own amiibos for amiibo support to be any sort of thing. Right? Useful, yeah. I mean, then again, I mean, one of the things that I really enjoy about the Pro Controller is that, like, it's just the battery life. It has an insane fucking battery. It's like 40 hours, I think, right? Compared to, like, the DualShock, which has, like, I think maybe six hours. Yeah, like, six to eight like, hours. Like, yeah, eight, eight is like stretching it, right? Like from my experience, it lasts like six hours and it's like you have to plug it back in. 
right? So I mean, yeah, it is expensive, but compared to like a, what a full price, uh, how much is a full price Dual Shock in, in the UK? Fifty pounds or forty pounds, you can get them now. Okay. Well, the thing is, like, let's be honest, pricing for electronics in in the UK is fucked either way. Cause it's just it's ludicrously expensive for no reason. Well, yeah, because of VAT. Like, that's the main. Yeah, because in Canada, right? Instead of a twenty pound difference, it's a twenty dollar. Uh, it was a yeah, it's a twenty dollar difference, I believe, right? And I was lucky. I, I got it on um, on Boxing Day, so it was like a, a ten dollar difference between the two. Uh, you so know, you know, Kevin. I'll tell you something it. though. Like, if I didn't own a PS4 already, I would have bought the Pro. But because I own a PS4, I didn't want to spend more money on another controller for no reason. Yeah, that's just no, that's I, where I'm coming from. It, it's an attractive option though. Like uh, the dongle really is useful. It's just uh, I find that if you, yeah, you, if you don't have a PS4 controller, then you know the, the Pro controller is worth it though. Like, do not go for the cheap ass like um, wired ones, the third the third party ones, because like uh, those cost like twenty bucks, right? And that's great, but they don't have HD Rumble. They don't have they're, they're, they I mean, don't have Rumble ones. at all. Like, yeah, it, at all. Uh, the uh, funny uh, thing about them though is that y if you wanted to play, um, they're only useful if you want to play like Smash with with a GameCube because they do like GameCube ones that have rumble in them and it's it's decent because they, they emulate a pro controller because if you wanted to buy the Nintendo branded oh the dongle for the GameCube right and you use your own GameCube controllers then there's no home button there's no uh push to wake there's none of those features it's a game that's well since the switch treats it as like a pro controller then it, it kind of comes with its own set of issues. It's clear that the game controller was is made primarily for Smash purposes. But even that, it's kind of expensive to to you know, unless you're like you know a hardcore fan of Smash, right? And you you're insistent on using the game controller uh, for for Smash. I find that like you know just spend the money on an official Pro controller, right? You can use it more uh, like for other games and stuff, or first-person shooters and stuff, right? It really comes down to preference because they both they all have different feelings. Like I've tried each variation of switch controllers it, it it really like it's it's very dependent on taste kevin do you think it would have been cool if nintendo actually did an official wireless instead of like remaking the firebird for, for the gamecube instead of doing that they just made a um, gamecube controller that was a pro controller had the guts of a pro controller that just had all of the features of like the layout of a gamecube controller but has isn't all the that buttons. just the pro controller <laughs> no but i mean <laughs> with, with the layout with the button layout of the gamecube controller and the look of the game why because I think it's, a, it's a niche market i think third-party retailers already do that and like also i don't know i, I, I find the game is, controller what is... makes the game controller so like unique isn't is it's like isn't just its button like its button configuration it's the it's just how the triggers click how you have the c-stick you have the you have like the regular stick. You have. You also have the like the pad that just works. I find it's kind like of overrated though, because like the, the yes, you can use it for Smash, but like once you take it out of Smash, right? Like, I mean, even if it's overrated, it's still like a lot the, of people. The, the triggers are just so bad on the GameCube. That's the thing that kills me about it. Is that the, the triggers are so mushy. Well, because like, the analog yeah. triggers. Well, I mean, like for example, personally, I love the I love the game controllers because of like the clicks, the the way the buttons, the way your buttons are fashioned, the C stick because it lets me do tilts without trouble, and the D pad because it's stiff but it allows me to mash out. So it, it it's really dependent on that. But I still see I still see what you're trying to say. I'm just like it's just it, it really it's dependent on taste. Like regardless of whether it's like and maybe it's praised too much or praised too little. Mm -hmm. Um, and besides, I've met a lot of people who are really into the Pro Controller. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. Though, then again, I, I guess I didn't really need the Pro Controller for the longest time because 
I'm really lucky my roommate also has a Switch, right? So we, we already have like four controllers from the get-go, like boom, right? Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth considering if, uh, you know, if you've got some extra cash laying around or, you know, it's Boxing Day or Christmas or whatever and you really want to play your games comfortably, right? It's not necessary, but oh my god, it, for shooters especially, like Warframe, playing Warframe or like Resident Evil, you really need the Pro Controller in my opinion. I, I agree. Even like games like Dynasty Warriors, because they're doing a lot of RPGs and a lot of like Dynasty Warriors style games, even Bayonetta. Like I do prefer to play those games on an actual proper fucking controller as opposed to the Joy-Cons. Because the buttons with the Joy-Cons are small, they don't have enough travel, the triggers are micro-switched, it's, it's weird. Um, well, I played Bayonetta with the with the, the Joy Cons, and I had like no problem with see, it. I, see, even on like climax mode. I don't know, Joe. Like for me, I'm not a fan of playing the Joy Cons for more than I need to. I don't mind playing it in portable mode because it's larger, kind of like because you know your your things are attached and whatever. But I mean, other than that, I really hate using the Joy. And that's something I kind of want to jump into into the main topic of this discussion: the future of the Switch and mobile gaming. Um, I remember when we did the Switch episode originally. Um, I said to Kevin, Kevin, I think that this is going to kind of phase out the 2DS and the 3DS. And you say, no, it's not going to do that. But I think it is now. I, I, I'm really unsure, honestly, because, uh, yeah, it's definitely displaced a lot of, you know, the the market for the 3DS. But I, I, I still think that there's a niche that the 3DS fills, right? Cause it's, it, it's got two screens, right? The, the 3D aspect is long dead, let's be honest. Um, but I don't know, it just, it's not... The Switch is a console that's portable, but it's not nearly as convenient as the 3DS in my opinion, right? So that leads um, me on to another thing. Um, I'm not sure if you you guys heard the rumors that Nintendo may be announcing, these are only rumors, they may be announcing a new revision and people are suspecting that it might be... That was already deconfirmed. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they said like they have no plans to... Well, still. Um, okay, that okay. Let me rephrase it then. What do you guys think of Nintendo deciding or not deciding to create a Switch that is just only for portable mode, like a cheaper console that is just portable only? Like imagine like a PlayStation Vita style Switch. But I mean, I don't, I don't get how that would work though, because um, the, the Switch already is practically portable only. The only thing that makes it like a quote unquote home console is the dock, right? As far as I'm concerned, the dock is extra. I always play in portable. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, for example, the the Switch is like 300, it's still 350 pounds. The games are still expensive, whatever, yeah? As a, like, in terms of the parents, if you're going to be spending 350 when you can spend, like, 200 bucks, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'd rather spend 200 bucks for something that's more durable, that your kids are not going to lose a fucking Joy-Con that you have to spend 70 pounds on I mean, I, to buy again. I, you know I, I mean? disagree. There's, there's no way they're going to market that low when just by removing the dock, because the dock is merely a well, power no, I'm not saying, the Switch itself. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, not saying to, to remove the dock. I'm saying to create a console, like, re, like redesign the console, unibody would, design. Would it still be a Switch, though? That's the thing. Yeah, obviously, like, you would wouldn't. You wouldn't. Okay, a console that will play Switch games. It wouldn't be a Switch, exactly. You I, can't call I, it a Switch, but I mean... I, I don't see that happening, I, I'm honestly. Still trying, I'm still trying to see... I, I'm having a lot of trouble seeing your I'll, I'll your explain it to you, Joe. Like, it, it really... The way they will do it, and, and I'll, I'll explain it, is that they'll switch to unibody design, right? That means they can do a lot of things. They don't need to have the buttons. They can do. They can have a proper fucking D-pad. That's one thing. Second thing they can do is that they can. Well, why is that the case? Well, because they don't need the whole point that you have those 
uh, arrow so buttons. like non-removable Joy-Cons so that are like proper buttons. But that destroys the whole like the whole charm of the Switch, though. Yeah, that, that's the thing, Bish. Like, it will why would do, they... but I mean, for them, it'll cost them less money because they need less parts, and they don't. It will, need but to... then it's taking away what they've been trying to sell this whole time, which was console quality on the go, where you can just put that, take off the controllers, give one to another, and then you can play console. But games, you have to understand like, that Nintendo in the past have done this before with the 2DS, the 3DS, even the Wii. They've removed aspects, like, even the Wii, they removed aspects like Bluetooth, well, not Bluetooth, obviously, because of the controllers of Bluetooth, but... They have, but it hasn't been, but it hasn't been changes that have destroyed, like, the very foundation of what the 3DS is. If you, if you change the Switch in ways that you just described, then it would, it wouldn't be, like, the Switch anymore, it'd just be a random, it'd just be a Vita. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying, I mean... well, isn't, isn't in the same fashion the 2DS... That's it's different. A though, I'll tell you why, bitch. Of, okay, why is it? You know, bitch. They're because both very different scenarios. Yeah. Like, the reason for the... that is that yes, you can be like, oh, well, is it the main selling point of the 3DS? The fact that it's 3D. Yeah, originally it was the main selling point of the 3DS when it first came out was that it was 3D. But they realized that hey, people don't really play in 3D anyways. Most people turn it off. So they're like, you know what? Okay. If so... Most people just get the Switch for uh, not the Switch, but the 3DS for you know 3DS games on the go. They buy it for the games, right? Not the 3D aspect. Um, then they lost nothing by taking away the 3D. But the main thing that makes the Switch different from the PS4 and the Xbox is that yeah, you can play console uh, quality games on the go, but you can also play it at home. It's it's so flexible, right? Uh, if you look at reviews for the Switch. Right when it first came out, and even now, uh, one thing that you'll notice is that one of the words that keeps on coming back again and again is flexibility. Right, you can play it in tabletop mode, portable mode, docked on the on the TV screen. You can play it uh, with pro controllers together with a buddy with you know single Joy Cons. You can play like there's just so many ways to play it. And it's even in their marketing. I think uh, the new chillers. It's like you know play play Breath of the Wild or whatever your way. Right, so it's at the core of their marketing right? it's it's part of the identity of the switch and if they make a new console that takes out all of those unique things about it then it's it's gonna you might as well just make a stronger 3ds yeah you're just gonna cannibalize your own sales for no reason you know um i don't know what to say to that to be honest with you like i mean it's like you have to consider if they make like set changes then then the switch might as well become a stronger DS line. Yeah, there, there'd be like, nothing. It just be... It'd be a shitty DS because other than the power, you know, the, the DS at least has, you know, the unique thing about it is it has two screens and shit. Yeah, exactly. It, it'll be a Nintendo Vita. There, the Vita will have more functionality because at least the Vita could stream games to the PS4 and shit, right? You know. But I mean, like, what what do you think Nintendo could do? Because I don't see this. Nothing really. This is no. Because a lot, of, look, like a lot of, of people are asking for like a Switch Pro or a, a cheaper option for the Switch. Because the Switch at the moment is very expensive. You and know, what release, you, that, you want to know my my take on it? They could. They can release Joy Cons that are customizable. I mean, as in you can take apart a like half of the of the Joy-Con and put in like another you mean, like a you modification mean like face plates with the 3DS basically exactly so like let's say you wanted to let's say I had a Joy-Con which had like the stick and it had the four buttons like the left Joy-Con we'll just say and but this time it like they were split into two parts what if I could remove one of those plates slide in another one with a d-pad on it okay so kind of like the Xbox um Pro, was it the pro con not pro controller the xbox elite controller 
Yeah. I've never used the Elite controller, so I'm not. Well, the Elite I'm, controller is basically like a modular controller. You can swap out the the sticks, so you can make higher concave or convex sticks. Change the D-pad to make it a circular D-pad. Um, oh, okay. Paddles, yeah, like something something along those lines. Like give like add even more customizability to it. I think what the Switch is right now is fine. What it needs is to go a little further in terms of um, flexibility. I don't see how that would help, though, honestly, because I mean. I can I see mean, where you're coming just... from, but it's like, how is that different from, you know, as Bish said, uh, Microsoft releasing a new controller, right? You're not, at its core, right? You're not upgrading well, no, the I'm Switch Well, I'm not itself. saying to change the overall controller. I'm just saying, like, appeal more to the, like, take advantage of the flexibility of it. Take advantage of people's, like, but personal I, tastes. I don't even know if they have try to, to give that. them as many options as possible. Because, I mean... I agree with you, but I think people are already doing that, Joe. If you look at Hori, right? Hori released... No, I, I, uh, I want to stop you there. I know what you're going to mention about the Hori D-pad controller. That controller is bullshit because you can't... You can only use that in portable mode. You can't use Yeah, that. but that that's pe people buying it know full well that it's only for that. But the thing is, um, the point I was trying to bring up is that, you know, you're talking about making the Switch more flexible. Well, Third-party companies are already doing that. They're making like new Joy-Cons modifications for the Switch. Hell, there's even the fucking uh, the limited edition um, Nintendo Club. Like, remember those uh, the, the, the those NES the NES Joy-Cons, right? There's so much flexibility already built into the Switch because it's a modular console, right? Um, uh, I, I I can't I I can't really agree with that. The the new the. the Exclusive controllers are very limited in terms of what they can do. Yeah. They have some level of functionality, but... but, but... I, that's just an example of what they can do, right? Um, I'm just well, saying yeah, that... yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just saying, like... Releasing new controllers what if it was... would feel like an iteration more than an evolution, you know? Although, I, I, well, I mean, I... I'm not saying we need to evolve the Switch. I'm saying we should extend, like, make... Add, like, an extension to See, the Switch. See, I understand where Joe's coming from, and I think the whole customizable thing is is perfect. And I think Nintendo need to do that with color options as well, because with the 3DS line of consoles, we've had a shit ton of special editions. Even with the Wii U, we've had some special edition consoles, and at the moment, the special editions are very bland, and it's like a decal, like... You can get the same sort of effect with your dock for the Super Smash Bros. by applying a vinyl skin or vinyl like decal. The, those deep brand skins. I yeah, think, you could do that. But why stuff. Why are Nintendo doing it with the Joy-Cons and not doing it with the console itself? Why are they not creating a white console? I can understand for kids that's going to get dirty really quickly. But I want to see a, a, a console that has um, a blue shell, you know, for example. Or even software or even software customization, for example, themes. They have a themes option, but why is it only black and white? I don't get yeah, it. Who would use white? <laughs> but I mean, I get where you're coming from, though, Bish, because, like, I, you know Joe on the 3DS, right? For example, on, on my 3DS, I have the, I'm rocking this Fire Emblem Fates theme, and it's not just, like, a background, right? It's, like, the, the PS4 themes, where it modifies, where like, the buttons, the sound effects and stuff. Like, seeing that would be cool, or just some shit, like, more icons, right? But... I mean, I think those are really small changes that are really easy for them to do. That isn't that's an a moment iteration. of silence for the fallen for the fallen. A moment of silence for the Nintendo Badge Arcade. The Nintendo what? A oh. moment of silence for Nintendo Badge Arcade, which allowed a lot of badge customization for the home menu. We ain't gonna see that again, Joe. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, I still think that if they're going to make an iteration of the Switch, like. Uh, I still have the same opinion that I had when we first made that first episode on the Switch. I think the coolest thing they could do 
will be like, okay, maybe they can they make the Switch a bit more powerful, right? Come up with like a Switch Pro. Or they can like um, make release a new donk with has like has like an external GPU or something in it, right? Which allows you to play that, powerful games. That'll, that'll be cool because then it that means you don't need to spend as much money to upgrade your console. You can use the same console and obviously use Exactly. That would make sense. The PS4 Pro is fucking expensive compared to the, oh, yeah. the original course, PS4, right? But and the main thing about the Switch the thing that you know kind of worries me about its future is that right now, yes, it's poor, uh, it's console quality gaming on the go. But with you know the upcoming release of you know uh, the PS4 and the Xbox, I don't know the 720 or the fucking 1060 fucking no scope or whatever. What uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck next. I don't know what the next Xbox is gonna be called. But anyways, with the, the next, Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> with the next generation of consoles, right? The gap between the capabilities of the Switch and these new consoles is gonna get even bigger because already the Switch is struggling to run current gen games. Yes, there are things like Warframe and Doom. You know, I'll tell you well, something, the Switch but... is even struggling to, to, to run past gen. I've, I'm not sure if you've seen the Nintendo Direct with, with them playing Assassin's Creed 3. That's a PS3 game, and it looks like oh, shit yeah, on no. the Switch. I, I, How is okay, that possible? Look, I, I want to, okay, so I want to actually, I want to talk about that just really quickly. Yeah. I, I don't, I think that's more of just Ubisoft's inability to, to, um, optimize it for the game for for the switch rather but why does nintendo always have this issue that they 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 always want to get third parties on board but they're not they're, they need to show them they need to be like look this is how we do shit no here. i'm but saying I mean, this isn't nintendo's i don't think this is really i'm not saying nintendo's it is but i mean it's though. hurting them at the end of the day because people are going to look at that and say well games on the switch are shit like if more like more combat well, not, now no, is I mean, coming out to be i mean i'll tell you right now i've talked with a ton of people about this and they really don't care <laughs> because they know ubisoft is just like, they noticed that the port was just poorly optimized. There are games that have been on, like, current-gen um, current consoles, and they run better than that port. True, I can't deny that. But, I mean, it, to, to someone who doesn't know much about gaming, they'll look at that, and they'll be like, oh, I remember playing Assassin's Creed 3. I might get it on Switch, and then look shit. I don't know why they went I don't know why they went for Assassin's Creed 3, but that's an Ubisoft thing. I don't know why they went for the shit as Assassin's Creed game, but hey-ho, I'm not really going to comment on that. We at Ubisoft decided that we're going to give the Switch a shot, so we're, de we're deciding to release some of the one of the greatest games that we've ever made, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed 3. 3. Yeah, of course. This will be the one game that decides whether or not we support the Switch it, moving forward. But it, it also kind of brings this issue with Nintendo need to kind of take a good look, because they haven't gone with the multimedia kind of side of things like with the ps4 that's so can... disappointing honestly i like Look, i'm gonna stop it I, there, I understand i think it's a valid discussion to have it's i know that they've been saying oh yeah we want to make sure that you know we don't repeat the mistakes of the wii u and that we have solid games to the switch i think the switch already has solid games it wouldn't kill them to also include support for like netflix and stuff they already have hulu and all that i think well recently, not, not you know, obviously added. not for us because we're in the UK, yeah obviously but... But if they can do that... I'll... YouTube they have. We have YouTube. Yeah, but it, finally. But the funny but... thing is, Kevin, is that... Uh, this is what I wanted to say, is that they're saying, okay, we're not, we don't want this to be a multimedia thing, and they're saying, oh, we're going to focus on games, but they need to fix yeah, their online service. Yeah, that's what I remember service. hearing as well. Yeah, their online service is shit. It's funny um, how there's some games that they, they run through Xbox Live, which is a lot better, and the APK is coming to the Switch, which doesn't even make sense. So games. But I thought you loved paying for peer-to-peer -peer and an NES emulator. See, look, I don't, Joe. That's not my issue here. Like, I really don't. I don't <laughs> mind the Switch Online, but I mean, having to. We remember we played Smash together, guys. We didn't use 
the Nintendo Switch online communication. We should use Discord, I think. We use Discord. Up. And I mean, like, Nintendo, come on. I would have used your service if you made it simple, like party chat and Xbox Live. Yeah, like I'd fucking download an app on my oh, phone. Oh, no, I and still want to use it to or, my fucking. And, and I don't know why Discord hasn't really done this with any game console manufacturers. Why don't you just put Discord on the Switch and say. Because they. That'll be cool. I think that's a. a that's probably on Nintendo's side, though. I don't think they want to, you know, just let Discord do that because people are like, Discord's free. Why the fuck would I pay for that online sure. service? No, now? no, of course. Right? I get it. But I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like Skype on, on the Xbox. Like, I use Skype on the Xbox, right? Because it's so convenient. What's wrong with you? No, because I mean, like, if you're if you're playing with people on PS3, you, you know, they log in Skype on their phone and you're already on there on the console. I'm not saying it's the best way to do it, but I mean, if they had Discord on the Switch or if they had some sort of similar service to Discord or a, a, I'm sorry. an in-party <laughs> type thing. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like an actual I mean, party I, I agree chat. that they should have a better service, but I don't know if Discord's the answer, right? Like, just... I like one of the things that I miss a lot. I mean, here's the problem. There's just no any there's no appeal to using voice chat at all on the service. Like why not like why am I worrying about them improving their voice chat or party chat well, I'm not or saying, somewhere well, on the switch look, and I could just use Discord. The funny thing is, okay, I get it. But you're paying what? Twenty bucks a year? Cool. But what are you getting from that twenty bucks a year? You're gonna get Nintendo you're gonna get Nintendo games, like old school Nintendo games, which Nintendo are probably gonna launch a new service and split that off anyway. So then it's like, what am I getting for the pleasure to play online? You're getting like cloud saves and that's about it. But I mean, honestly, it's it's a bit shitty that you, you can't back up your saves on your SD card. I don't know why that, you know, people would love that if you could. On on the bright side though, I have heard on that, I've heard rumors that they're gonna be adding SNES games to it soon. Yeah, I've heard that because people, honestly, people were data mining. Rumor, though. People were data mining the Switch to get that. Again. Then again, yeah. like, would that actually but, increase the value for you guys? Because personally, from well, like, for well, me, let me, oh, I mean, I also I want to comment so. on like another. I want to comment on another line that they they said. I think they mentioned like not too long ago that, you know, we realized that the service isn't really great, and we're actually working to try to try to improve in some way. So I mean, they they are at least aware. Well, yeah, of course, of course, the company is going to be. But aware. I mean, it doesn't. It does. But even now, it's like it's it's still like it's still kind of not a great service to pay for because they like it's not seeing it, like honestly like, yeah people are say, seeing like hey like people are not paying the the yearly subscriptions like what are we gonna do and they're like like you know what? we're gonna try to try to make the service better yeah if they make the service better or if they're like okay if you're a switch member you get like exclusive discounts they're already doing that but i mean if you do that more well, yeah with tetris 99 or, or tetris 99 it's i think it's a way for people to get involved but at the end of the day tetris 99 would have been more popular if they did a this if they did a fortnite and been like you know it's free to play completely you don't even need a switch online service like fortnite you can play it without a switch online service on the switch for free so if tetris 99 did that you get more people playing it that's just one thing secondly um about this whole switch service is that i've heard people saying that oh it'll be cool if we had like similar something similar to the virtual console you know, this whole Nintendo, you know, NES games, SNES games now. If they were like, okay, we'll do the same, but you can get N64 games. Or you can get um, a GameCube games, right? Or we even Wii games. Because I've seen those games run through emulation and really well on homebrew Switch consoles. So the capability is there. Nintendo can do it. I, I don't know if it's quite the same, though. I mean... Because the, the hardware of Wii is so specific, and yes, the Switch has has uh, the Joy Cons, but it's not the same thing, right? The Switch uses gyro controls, whereas the Wii used uh, was it IR, right? 
for its uh, for its Wii controller. The Wii U though. also had gyro controls. The Wii U also had gyro yeah, but controls. it also had IR for aiming and but stuff. But am I like right that. in saying that the um, uh, Switch also has an IR blaster in one of the Switch uh, Joy-Cons? In one, yeah. But then again, like you know, the whole thing with like the Joy-Con, like the Wii is so particular, right? Its control scheme is so specific. Okay, so even even not it's the Wii. It's gonna be hard. Okay, even not the Wii. Okay, N sixty four. GameCube, they could do that. They could do that. I don't. I, I would don't... love to play Sunshine. See, uh, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's what's gonna stop? And Sunshine's not that good of a game, by the way. Joe. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, Mario but the, the thing is, better, like, yeah. they can't really offer that with Nintendo Switch Online because, like, you know, they can't just like, you know, plug in an N64 cartridge into like, you know, a server and just upload that to the cloud and let people download it. Right? They need to spend lots of money to, you know port that right porting costs i mean they're money. a business they have to spend money to do things <laughs> yeah but, but when you consider that for example microsoft they don't have this problem at all because they don't just you know every month they give out free games and so does ps4 right they give out free games with your subscription but they don't have to fucking port every single goddamn game over okay right? so then why they don't, just take why don't they follow their titles. footsteps why don't that's they what do i'm the saying they, they, they should do but the thing is um there's not that I many think, games to do if, it with if, yeah if i'm not mistaken PS4 and Xbox didn't offer that um, at the beginning of their life cycles. Right? It's only towards the like, you know, last like four years or so that they started offering that service because at, by that point, you know, uh, the PS4 and Xbox One had accumulated a pretty so, big so, library. So I want to say something, Kevin. What about a Game Pass situation where you have this kind of Netflix sub style subscription for gaming on the Switch where you can choose from Nintendo's library um, of NES, NES, um, Game Boy. They could do Game Boy very easily, by the way. I just, just want to say. No, if they do like an EA Pass, whatever, I don't have like an EA Pass myself, but like just the, the concept, you know, like whatever, like Netflix, you pay, I think it's like five to eight dollars a month or whatever, right? And as long as you're subscribed, you get access to these games, right? I think that would be an attractive option, right? If they offer that um, as part of the online service, like, look, you can get access to this. Uh, particular selection of games or you know let people choose what games the first party titles they want to have access to in the library right um that'd be an attractive thing because hey i don't necessarily have 80 dollars to blow right now on uh, a new release right but hey maybe i'm down to, to pay like a couple bucks a month to get access to multiple games you know through an online service just like ea access you know and I, and I think for nintendo that would be very smart because they have a lot of um they have an extremely solid like first party lineup, right? So solid first party, but not only that, they have a a large user base, and um, not even then, they, they they a lot of them are children, right? So parents are thinking about are thinking about in terms of parenthood, right? Parents are thinking about what is, what what where can I get the most bang for my buck, effectively? Because not all parents are gamers; they're not always going to understand that, you know, the sixty dollar game is. Like, do you know what I mean? They don't really care about that. They want the cheapest shit that gets the most effectiveness. At the end of the day. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, it, like, I think that, yes, it might be a bit more expensive for the, the consumer on the long run because, you know, the monthly fee will accumulate. But you're, if you're getting access to more and more games every month, it's it's worth it, right? And people, like, subscriptions, it isn't 2005 anymore, right? Subscriptions are, you know, people are subscribed to, like, Netflix, Crunchyroll, Funimation, stuff. They're used to having subscriptions. Um, so I don't think it would be like a foreign concept to them, right? It'd be a lot better than the subscription service that they're offering right now, which is 
pretty lackluster, honestly. See, I don't understand why Nintendo didn't get it done from the get-go. This, this like, actually makes Switch... Like, because I, I feel that, okay, look, they made it free. The Switch online service was free until they kind of offered that it's service, just, right? So I don't understand why I didn't they... I don't know why, though. Why didn't they... Well, they, sa they said... Well, well they, they mentioned... Uh, I think when the Switch was first announced, like, they're gonna make the service free until this certain time, and then they're gonna start pushing out servers. So this was something that was expected. Yeah. But, I mean, but, why I didn't mean, why didn't they just delay it until they actually have a fucking proper service? Like, at this moment in time... Well, that's the whole, that's the whole situation right now. A lot of money, people right? believe that... Well, th that's the whole situation right now. The, like, people believe that, like, hey, they should have spent more time with this and shouldn't have released it now. Because we don't... There's not much that really warrants the purchase. Like, that's, like, the whole debate at the moment. Like, why did they release it now? Why didn't, why didn't they wait until they, it was it was worth the price of 20 a year to get off this topic i wanted to talk really about the future of the switch and really the future of mobile gaming and this is what i really want to get into it because i'm not sure if you guys noticed but i was always a i was always into portable gaming a big advocate of the playstation vita ds etc at least in the modern modern era right um and they're, they're my favorite consoles because i don't have the time anymore to sit down on the ps4 play a fucking game, to do this, to do that, everything basically. So it's more of a, the convenience. I can play on the train, I can play while I'm taking a shit, not that I do, but you know, I could do that if I wanted to. Oh, I've done you that. Know, it's, it's, it's great. It's great, you know? Um, but I mean, you have the opportunity to do that, and especially with the Switch, because you have that, in some cases, better battery life, depending on what game you're playing. And it's it's somewhat console. Um, I think it's it's the best high definition. It's high definition to extent the 720. But I mean, when you're playing portable, but I mean, you can take that on the go and then bring it at home. Do you think that this is going to be the future of portable gaming? Because we we have phones that can do the same thing. You know, we're even getting Nintendo games on our phones. We're getting Mario Run. We're getting uh, Fire Emblem games. I think mobile games like on, on phones. That's that's a can of worms that we could probably leave for another day or just gloss over really quickly because that, that is a lot of shit to talk about, right? It's an entirely different market, right? The, you know, it, it's evolved quite differently from your traditional home consoles and portable consoles, right? But regarding the future of the Switch, I think that, um, I don't know if there is going to be a next generation DS honestly because it'll be competing directly with the switch. I think that you know once you You do what Nintendo has done and you've crossed the threshold into you know a hybrid home console and portable console There's just like no going back right because like wh why would you want to, to go back to a portable only console after? Experiencing the switch right like I mean unless it offers something really different like you know the 3ds having two screens offering 3d and stuff right unless it offers a really different experience like i don't see how like, i don't see nintendo going back to like a pure home console for their next uh gen console mm. right? do i don't i don't even know what their next gen console is going to be but do you right? think the switch is going to be their their cash cow for this is something that while, i wanted to mention you know? do you think that obviously now less people are buying the 3ds and the 2ds and people are not making games for them we've seen a lot of wii u ports make its way onto the switch and they're selling a lot more like we're talking about uh super mario brothers deluxe that's making a lot more money and even mario kart it's making a lot more money than it ever did 
on the Wii U. Are we going to see ports of or HD remasters of Switch games and um, not Switch games, DS games and Vita games, games like Criminal Girls, games like uh, Etrian Odyssey? Are we going to see? Ultimately, that's what it's going to be, Bish, because unless they are already getting Rune Factory games, yeah. Or Run Factory 4 specifically, and 5, which has been announced was announced during the last direct. It's it's stuff like I that. Mean, Do you know what I mean? For better or for worse, I think that's exactly how it's gonna play out. Because um here's the tricky thing, right? Here's the, the catch. If they upgrade and they make a Switch Pro, it's going to be the same console, but fundamentally it's not going to be the same console because um the Switch is just it doesn't have the horsepower in it to to keep up with Sony and Microsoft's next gen consoles, right? So Eventually, we'll reach a point where the Switch will no longer be console quality on the go. It'll be last generation. Well, the funny thing is, Kevin, when you say right? console quality on the go, we're talking about previous generation consoles because this the Switch, I believe, is running on an ARM processor, right? And these consoles that we currently have, even our current gen, yeah, they're basically PCs in the special boxes, right? That's effectively what yeah, they are. Yeah. So I don't think we can even compare the PS4 and the Xbox One to even consoles anymore. They're PCs. I, that's why I don't yeah, really... I don't, <laughs> they're, they're still being marketed as consoles, right? And the, they're marketed the Switch as still has consoles, to, it's They still have to compete against Microsoft and Sony, right? That fact doesn't change, even if, you know, because Joe Blow, right? The average person who buys home consoles and not be like, hmm... What is the architecture inside of the fucking console like, right? They don't give a shit, right? No, they just know they that... They want to know if you know, it plays well and... Exactly, right? And... The, thing the funny is, thing, the funny part about this is that either way, Microsoft is getting the advantage here because they're the ones making money off Windows. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. They're, they're making money off. Oh, the funny thing is also about this Xbox Live I mean, APK. Here, here's the thing. The uh, actually, I wanted, I want to mention this as like a bit of a side note. Microsoft and X, like Xbox, like Xbox has become more of a brand at this point than a console. Yeah, it's, it's become a live because, service. That's why I feel. yeah because like now because now you can play Xbox games through your computer. You can also play Xbox and games I, through you... the Switch with Minecraft in this case. You can earn um, achievements on your Xbox Live account and gain and earn gamer score through the um, Play Anywhere update for Minecraft, and you can do crossplay. And I think that's where we're kind of going in there to kind of answer your previous question about the future. But it, it's weird, don't you think? The How about the, the Switch's future though, right? Because I mean. I think everyone saw that coming for the Xbox, but for the Switch, what is its niche? Because right now, one of the things I really enjoy about, I think one of the strengths of the Switch is that I can like, you know, fucking play Doom, Wolfenstein and shit on the Switch, right? Yes, obviously the Switch is also a portable console, right? So that's going to be an appeal that's gonna have, right? You're, that you're able to play last gen's uh, console games on your Switch on so, the go. That's great. I think to answer but, uh, this question, Kevin, is that you have to look back at the previous consoles and their strengths, right? In Japan, for example, the 2DS and the 3DS was not just very popular in terms of third parties, they were very popular in terms of VNs, like visual novels, etc. Like, if you wanted a good visual novel, but you'd is, buy that shit on the, the DS. Is the Switch uh, a visual novel console? I mean, because Yes, I mean, that's a possibility. You know, right? I but, see it. I mean, it certainly has the capabilities now, but I wouldn't say it's quite there yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For, for the mass market, perhaps in Japan, you know, visual novels are, are massively popular, but... No, I'm just using the visual novels as an example, right? Or, for example, um, 
you know, the three, uh, the Vita for me was mainly an RPG console. I would play 2D RPGs, etc. So I mean, it, it, it needs, to, as you say, it needs to find its niche. But even then, does the I, PS4 I does the PS4 have a niche? Does the Xbox One really have a niche? It's a general gaming console. But that's right? not the niche and right now. It's a role, though. Yeah. Right. So what's the... And right now, um, the, the way I see the the Switch is that it can play certain current gen games and it can play its own portable games and last gen ports. But what you're describing to me, my biggest fear right now for the Switch is that, you know, in the next two years, it's no longer to, gonna be able to keep up. It's not, we're not gonna get any current gen games uh, on the Switch anymore other than I mean, like If I need to be titles. completely honest, uh, if I need to be completely honest, I think they're, like, I think Nintendo has plans, like, are, are expecting a scenario like that and are planning accordingly because, like, realistically, these consoles are prepared, like, yeah, but like, like a couple like, years before, like, they're actually announced. Mm, but my, my fear is that, like, at that point, Joe, what makes the Switch different than a glorified DS that can be docked into a TV? If it can no longer play current games, it can only play last-gen games and portable exclusive games but it's basically Kevin, a 2ds that can be docked and that, that can that's the thing because it's it's such a slim form factor bear in mind the xbox one that's, and i'm, the I'm not proposing PCs, any solutions even it's just... even the future generations they're just going to be beefier pcs with a better graphics card and a better you know um processor at the end of the day the switch is in essence it's like an android tablet or you know i don't want to say it is but i mean it basically is so how are you going to get how are you ever going to expect it to get console like quality even for next gen or last gen or whatever because we we know it's never going to hit the ps4 level of thing what yeah but what i'm not expecting thinking, it to but I'm, I'm still expecting it to be able what people to are play thinking currently is um i'm not sure if you know this but currently at the moment nvidia or nvidia whatever in china what they're doing now with nvidia shield is that they're streaming nintendo games on the nvidia but that's shield. not portable though that you're anchored to your your internet and your internet better be good okay then what about fucks, 4g right? service this is the thing I don't understand. Why didn't the Switch have a 4G service where you can put in a SIM card? The Vita had it. Didn't 4G, didn't 3G or 4G fail horribly in the Vita? It, yeah. Isn't yeah, that why they removed the stock, it, for, the models for yeah, it? Yeah, they changed the models because it didn't do so well and because people didn't want to pay that much money for it. But I mean, um, why can't people do the same? I don't understand. Why, why can't they, the I mean, Switch I don't think we that? should be talking about the solutions to that what, what you just said is, why don't they do the same thing that the Vita did, which will cause them to fail? Well, <laughs> I know. I think Nintendo could do it in a better way. Do you know what I mean, Joe? I, I, I just have a feeling. I have a feeling that Nintendo could do much better. Than but I mean, I don't, I don't think it's relevant for us to talk about solutions. Right? It's up to them to find out, you know, how they want to implement it. I'm just saying they need to do it or else the Switch will no longer be, you know, it won't really be a home console anymore. It'll just be a dockable... DS basically, right? And I'll still love my Switch then, I'll still enjoy it, but um, it just won't fill the same role as it's filling right now, and I quite enjoy the niche that it's filling right now, you know? Um, so, the way, like, I mean, they just need to find some ways to beef up its power. But don't right? don't you think that's Switch an issue Pro. with Nintendo since the beginning of time? Like, all Nintendo consoles were like, I I've noticed this, like, even, even the Wii, it lost its niche quite quickly. It couldn't play the games. It's basically an over-glorified game. If you want to think about it like that. So it, I think it's quite different from the GameCube. Well, it's you know, a game. Motion controls and everything. It's right? a. It's basically like at least with the earlier consoles. It's. A I mean, game technically, cube. it was a GameCube like at the time because it released with the GameCube functionality yeah, in it. So, That's why it was so expensive. So it, you know, it, for all intents and purposes, it's a GameCube with motion control. 
that's how I like to see them. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, it, so it's technically running old hardware, and it, it's trying to fill in that niche, and it never really did. It was a and like the Wii, at the end of its life cycle, nobody was buying it. That's my my fear here. That once it becomes technically obsolete, um, it's just gonna be it's gonna start collecting dust. But then that's yeah. when Nintendo comes in and they're like, okay, we have to make a new console. That's what Nintendo does, and it's we've seen it. The Wii U, and then the Wii U died out, and then they were like, okay, Switch. But they they usually try to like really innovate with every new console right so what's Are the next innovation switch too yeah, exactly oh that's that, another I, I thing nintendo it. created a pattern for vr on the switch i'm not sure if you've seen it it's oh i remember hearing about that we don't hear much of that though like we like we we hear we hear it about it like here and there but like the vr nintendo vr like hasn't really had like a high well voice. of course not but i mean this was a recent pattern that came out like a couple of days ago maybe a week ago uh, at the time of this recording so it from what I've seen from the drawings. Oh, oh no, no, I remember what you're talking about. Labo VR. Is that a real thing? Oh no, that I I heard like rumors of a Labo yeah, VR it might, it might like, be that. using Nintendo Labo in order to create a virtual it, reality. It might be something like that, Switch. but I from what I've seen that it looks like I'm imagining it to be similar to like not the Oculus, but I mean, have you seen like Samsung and Oculus? probably Google Cardboard? Mm, no, that's the Labo shit. That would be probably Google Cardboard Part Two, but. I'm imagining it, or what I'm hoping it to be, is to be this peripheral, kind of like the Joy-Con grip, where you um, snap the switch on. It has like these um, rails, kind of like the Joy-Con jo Joy-Con rails, and you just attach that in to that, and it will have um, maybe it will have something similar to the dock or what's currently in the dock at the moment that allows the dock to run at ten allows the games to run at 1080p etc so we'll have that already built in because i'm not sure if you opened up your dock which you shouldn't do by the way the stuff that's in the dock is really small so you can fit it in something else and create this kind of vr headset that allows you to at least play games in uh, 1080p and you can use the joy cons as um you know kind of like how you have the vive um shit you know the vive controllers because there are games that already play like vr games on the switch um Surgeon Simulator is one of them. It's very difficult to play because it's as if you're playing it in VR without a VR headset. So I think Nintendo could do that and it would be... A lot of people would, would buy it because at the moment people want to get a cheap way into getting into VR. Like that's why at the moment, and correct me if I'm wrong, the PlayStation VR is the biggest VR platform at completely. You know what I mean? Like in terms of sales, right? Because they've sold, like I think... 4 million units for the PlayStation VR and that's out surpassed the Oculus and whatever only because of a slow price point. It's $500 and that's expensive but I mean in comparison to your Oculus which you already need like a really powerful really, computer well, to use that. VR is kind of weird because the thing is although although the PS4 like can be well by comparison it can have a lot more value um, given its price, the the PC also has more options. It has more flexibility. Like you have the in, in addition to Oculus, you also have like the HTC Vibe. You have Google Cardboard. You have Google Dreams. Like it, it really, like it really. Again, it it also comes back down to taste. Like it comes down to what you would want to use, what you would need. It's it's true, but I mean, like for example, if Nintendo made that as a peripheral, not not like Labo, but I mean like as an actual, like a Joy-Con grip or whatever. And they said, okay, we're going to do Nintendo VR with the with the Switch and we're going to sell it to you for 200 bucks. That's that's half the price of a PlayStation VR, if I'm if I stand corrected, right? 
Or... Yeah, but it's not at all the same thing, though. Right? Yeah, it's not. Half it's not. Price, okay, you're getting a fraction of the power. Sure. Well, it's also the fact that uh, Oculus also has some like the Oculus Go, which is more affordable and it's like its own thing. It isn't like it isn't just a headset. It's like something you can that is like it's kind of like has its own hardware built sure. into it. And how much is that rough? Uh, I I can't remember off the top of my head. Let me let me search that up real quick. I think it's around like two hundred, two fifty. Yeah, it's two seventy Canadian. Alright, but can you play games on it? Like, actual proper PC games? Uh, because it, it really depends on its because library. Because bear, like, bear in mind, ter- on, on PC, even with a regular Oculus, you have to have a PC that can run those games. So it's like, it's, it's a very expensive threshold to overcome. Do you see what I mean? That's why I'm suggesting it, this whole Switch thing. Because even then, it's just going to be cheap. And at the end of the day, what consumers want, they want a good product at the end of the day. No doubt about it, but they also want something that's cheap because it, the Oculus Go has uh, cheap talking. Nobody explodes. It's the only game you need in your life. Joe, I don't even know what that game is. What is that game? Tell me. I want to know right now. Basically, you have to defuse a bomb, right? You can't. You don't have the instructions though. Your friend does, and oh, okay. I know which yeah. one it is. Okay, yeah, is that is that exactly. one with that briefcase and it's got the wires and shit? Yeah. Okay, that, that's it. That seems that sounds like a fun game. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. Why? Why doesn't the Switch have that? Like, you know what I mean? Like stupid shit like that. Does it? It does. I have it actually. Damn. Okay, so we're seeing we're seeing already VR games making its way to the Switch, and I mean VR games, but aren't that aren't in VR? <laughs> yeah. Thing. Well, they don't yeah. they don't run in VR, but I mean like you know. You've got games like Surgeon It's like, like games that had had VR functionality that could potentially have VR functionality in the future. Because the way I see the controllers working, they're basically like those Vive controllers. The way I see um, And they play very similar to that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I still don't know how oh. the Switch is going to turn out in a couple of years, but only time will I mean, right us, now, it's on, it's on a roll. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's now, on a roll. Yeah, of course, sure. man. Especially now with the, the Nintendo Direct announcements, which I'm not really happy about. Yeah, I, I don't think like there's any doubt that It'll continue to sell like fucking hotcakes in the next few years. It's just the, the will it be able to keep up its niche and all that? And how will Nintendo adapt to the ne- like? I want to see how th- they react to uh, the next gen Sony and Microsoft consoles. You know, that's you know, Kevin. Everything. I think those next gen consoles are not going to be consoles anymore. They're just going to be streaming boxes. And I think Microsoft is leaning that direction because you can make a lot more money from streaming services as opposed to hardware did you know that nintendo is the only one that's making profit from their hardware and software yeah the rest of them are not making they're making losses on their hardware they're not making as much profit on their hardware as the switches but like a lot of their income is coming from uh, from online online services services, live services in games like you know because obviously even with loot boxes and shit they have to spend through them so obviously Microsoft's going to take a cut, Sony's going to take a cut, etc. Uh, digital games, even hard uh, hard copies of games, that's where they make their money from. Because bear in mind, Nintendo's losing money on the hard copies of games. Why? Because they're using the solid state cartridges, um, which are very difficult to make, and they're very expensive. Oh, oh yeah, like putting like huge like large-scale games onto like a tiny cartridge that must be that must it's cost expensive a lot. <laughs> because the, i think the maximum capacity is like 32 gb 32 gigabytes right and a i think a standard blu-ray is like 150 or something a lot of gigabytes or maybe even 500 i don't know how much a blu-ray can hold but it's a lot more than 32 gigabytes so that's one decision that's kind of made like they don't use standard sd cards if they did 
I think we'll be seeing games a lot cheaper on the Switch. That's, I think, one of the hurdles at the moment, to be honest with you. And I think if they can't, that, that's why that, that kind of makes me feel that obviously they're losing on, on the software side of things, but they're gaining on the hardware because they're selling a lot more hardware. And that's why we're seeing those expensive prices. Anyway, I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode. Um, Kevin? As usual, if you guys liked the episode or, you know, if you want to give us opinions, feedback on the episode, we can be reached on Twitter. So we have uh, a podcast page. Uh, or you can uh, reach out to us personally. My Twitter is at Tolvray, T-O-L-V-R-A-I-E. Oh, um, mine is... <laughs> I thought it was Joe, but then it's actually me. So my um, Twitter page is at Get Alive Podcast. Um, Joe? And my Twitter page is at KiboGaber, spelled K-I-B-O-U-G-A-M-E-R. No, or you can, if you're old-fashioned, you can send us, uh, I don't know, reviews, feedback, or, you know, cool stuff via email at uh, glp.pa at gmail.com. Yeah, we're, we're still rocking with that email. In case you're one of them oldie goldies that's like, oh, man, I want to use my PC to type an email to Bish. Um, you could do it that way. Otherwise, um, I think Twitter is the best way. You can leave a uh, review on iTunes or on Spotify now, which is pretty awesome. Or, you know, you can just shit post about us online. We don't mind. We don't. We don't mind. Um, you can hop in the Discord and hop do that. In the dis- actually, oh so. yeah, Discord. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, if you want to join our Discord, go to www.getlifepodcast.com forward slash Discord, and it will send you directly to our Discord. I've sorted that out. Yeah. Um, also, big thanks to our sponsors. Um, Loot Crate, uh, Japan Crate, and Crunchyroll. Go and check them out. If you go to www.getlifepodcast.com forward slash G-A-L-P, it'll take you to all of our sponsors. So go and check them out. Support them. If you support them, you support us. So it's a cycle of love. And supporting us makes me happy, and it helps us sustain the channel, the the podcast as a whole, and the website. <laughs> oh, you got cool shit for it, too. So, win-win. You're helping joe to be happy and that's what's most important. yeah you're helping me you're helping me pay for my gotcha that's it well what do you mean no no don't worry that's where the budget is going it's going on gotcha games <laughs> it's go it's going to fake go because albert likes to see me suffer see, that, that's why we're not millionaires yet because joe is wasting the secret budget the budget that tyson took away um anyway <laughs> uh see you guys later Danny. Right. Stay sexy. Ciao.